Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, Domino's Pizza are pissed with AEW. Vince McMahon claims he doesn't see AEW as competition. We have an exclusive report on the WWE legend who was quietly released in April. And AEW and Impact Wrestling have tried to sign this WWE Hall of Famer. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. All right, Domino's Pizza. <laughs> Watch out, Tony Khan, because Domino's are coming for you. Uh, so this week's episode of AEW Dynamite, headlined by Nick Gage versus Chris Jericho in the main event spot. Nick Gage used a pizza, a pizza, a pizza cutter on Chris Jericho. He used it in the first second, slashing his arm, and then later on in the match, it's Nick Gage's signature weapon. By the by, the way, the pizza cutter. He uses it all the time, but he kind of like either used it to cut Chris Jericho's forehead running across, or he simulated cutting Chris Jericho's forehead. Uh, but it happened. And after the first instance of that spot, Dynamite, picture in picture, cut to a Domino's Pizza commercial, which I thought was quite hilarious and went viral. However, Domino's themselves didn't find the matter so hilarious. Uh, We have comment here that has been sourced from Domino's uh, spokesperson Jenny Fouracre Petco uh, speaking to front office sports Michael McCarthy she said the following we share the concerns expressed about this incident and the content of this TV 14 rated program and are assessing our advertising presence on it going forward so potentially AEW could lose an advertiser or a sponsor and therefore some revenue as a result of what happened with the pizza car now uh, a quick note from this match a big thing about these matches is a lot of people see them and go it's going to drive viewers away it did not drive viewers away in fact this was the second highest quarter hour of the show second only to the outcome of the big 10 man tag in the opener uh, WrestleNomics Brandon Thurston coming through with the quarter hour numbers 1.179 million viewers that was an increase of 93,000 viewers uh, on the previous quarter hour and it was also above the show's average number for the night as well so uh uh, this is quite a lengthy story. I feel like I've rabbited on already, but I'll just say this. I thought that going to a Domino's pizza commercial after using the pizza cutter on a human being was hilarious. I popped my wig clean off my head when I saw that. <laughs> However, if I'm Danny Domino and I'm sitting in the pizza yeah. palace and I see this on TV, I, I'm probably pissed off as well. <laughs> so I see both sides is what I'm yeah. saying. 
Exactly. It was it was <laughs> hilarious to wake up to on Thursday morning with that being shared all over social media. But yeah, I suppose from a standard boring marketing point of view, probably not best to be associated with death matches and Nick Gage. <laughs> and like you said, Andy, I, you know, I think a lot of people have harbored that belief. I, I've been guilty of it myself that, you know, deathmatch wrestling is not going to be the thing that, you know, swings the, the pendulum into in the balance for, for AW. And yet, you look yeah. at the way the Texas death match was received and what happened this week and the, the change in viewership. Like, maybe they're just tapping into that niche that, that people have, have missed for, for so long. It's not necessarily certain people's cup of tea. Not really my cup of tea, if I'm honest. Yeah, very tip. small doses. Everything in moderation for me. But, like you say, can't complain. And, better news, uh, I know you've got sources of your own, Andy. According to my sources, Papa John is MDK all day. So, we're all good. <laughs> What about Pizza the Hut from Star yes. Trek? Is he, and that is he involved I in this? He's, he's Caesar from Little Caesars. We don't have it over here. Either way, yeah. let's be honest, that half the pizza shops in Newcastle are better than bloody Domino's, so no great loss yeah. for uh, for us, to be perfectly honest. Uh, right, let's move Shout on and continue Cal. talking about AEW, but more about how Vince McMahon perceives them, because we had the uh, Q2 2021 WWE earnings call last night. You may have seen lots of stuff being shared about that on social media. You'll see loads more written about it at whatculture.com, no doubt. Uh, but Vince McMahon in the Q&A section was asked about AEW's recent success and whether or not WWE will look to counter Tony Khan's program. And he basically said that he doesn't see AEW as competition in the same way as he did someone like WCW, for example. Vince said, no, I'm not going to do the voice. It's certainly not a situation <laughs> where rising tides because dot, 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 he just trailed off there, he's old. Uh, that was when Ted Turner was coming after us with all of Time Warner's assets. That was a different situation. AEW is where they are. I really don't know what their plans are. All I know is what our plans are. I don't consider them competition in the way that I would consider WCW back in the day. Not anywhere near close to that um, we've spoken before Andy about WWE being a content factory less than a wrestling yeah. promotion nowadays uh, yeah. and you also reported in this story that uh, Nick Khan uh, said <laughs> WWE are trying to counter program sleep I think uh, <laughs> look I think they probably should see AEW as, as competition because they did a 1.1 and they very nearly matched Raw's rating 18 to 49 this week and I don't want to get into the ins and outs of the WWE versus AEW but this isn't like me and you started a wrestling promotion and five people <laughs> tweeted them about it basically yeah yeah, there's a there's a lot <laughs> a lot of interesting stuff coming out of these two quotes. I did like Nick Khan saying the sleep was a competition, <laughs> as you mentioned there. It's like uh, Brian Alvarez pointed this out yeah. on Twitter uh, on Twitter afterwards. Brother, if the show was more interesting, sleep would not be competition. <laughs> uh, let me tell you. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there, there are elements of truth to this. Like obviously. WCW was much closer to WWE in terms of numbers and everything else and there is a big financial gap between AEW and WWE that'll maybe close with the next round of TV negotiations and yeah like there is a big gap in overall viewership as well but the show Dynamite does creep up particularly in key viewerships it feels like every week at the moment in key demographics sorry uh, it feels like every single week at the moment so yeah there's all kinds of stuff going on I mean you can't say it's not not like complete competition when mm. Triple H just spent the entirety of the Wednesday Night Wars counter-programming. Yeah. And look, AEW is doing a bit of counter-programming as well, holding the big event uh, rampage in, in Chicago, teasing CM Punk over SummerSlam weekend as well. So it swings both ways. Elements of truth on both sides. Uh, 
Yes. <laughs> right. Next, we've got an exclusive report here on one of the names, uh, a backstage name, but a WWE legend and a WWE Hall of Famer who was let go by the company in April as part of a round of releases. Jeff Jarrett gone from the company. Now, per our sources, Jeff Jarrett has already been reaching out to other parties to get himself booked. However, at the time we were informed of this, he was still bound by his non-compete clause. Don't know how long that non-compete clause is or whether or not WWE will look at bringing Jeff back in at some point. May very well have been one of those situations where it was like, hey, We'll just cut you loose for a while, but you, we'll bring you back in. Don't know if that's the case, um, but the situation is what it is. Jarrett apparently gone from WWE. It's an interesting one. He was brought back to WWE in, was it January 2019? Mm -hmm. uh, he was a producer at first. He'd been inducted into the Hall of Fame the year before. Uh, he was later made a full-time member of the creative team. He wrestled Elias on Raw, uh, <laughs> his first WWE match in 19 years. That he came back into the fold in the first place was interesting because of the acrimonious nature of his departure in 1999. And then, of course, in 2001, you got uh, Vince McMahon calling him G-O-N-N-E gone or whatever <laughs> on, on, on TV very publicly letting him know that we won't be retaining your contract following the buyout, Mr. Jeff Jarrett. But this sucks. I love Jeff Jarrett. I mean, I think he's great. He's one of the all-time guys who is just mm. tremendous at eking as much out of every opportunity as possible. I'm sure he'll come out of this landing on his feet, but he's got his My World podcast on the go. Uh, I'm sure Jeff Jarrett's going to pop up somewhere pretty soon, right? Yeah, exactly. In the words of Vince McMahon, he is Goonie again from WWE, quietly <laughs> released uh, a few months back. Surprising that for me. I, I think Jeff Jarrett is a, a real credit to wherever he is, to be perfectly honest. I think he's a good wrestling mind to have behind the scenes. And the fact that, like you say, you can just decide randomly to step back in between those ropes on occasion is always nice to see. Uh, I hope, yeah, it is just a temporary release and WWE do bring him back. But like you say, if it's not the case, once that no-compete has expired, he ain't going to be struggling for offers uh, from mm -hmm. elsewhere. And he's got that great podcast. Genuinely one of the best wrestling podcasts out there that's that's not ours, of course. But <laughs> speaking good. of WWE <laughs> Hall of Famers, Fightful have found out that AEW and Impact Wrestling both made offers to one Kurt Angle following his WWE retirement. Um, Angle has had several sort of back and forths with AEW. He dismissed the prospect of working with AEW in particular. Um, and then they came back to him with another offer and he turned it down, not for money or anything like that, but he just thought physically he couldn't live up to his very, very high standards, not capable of performing at his old levels. He was flattered by the offer though. And in terms of Impact Wrestling, they offered him more of a sort of one-shot deal rather than a regular TV appearance. And uh, again, he, he turned it down despite his history with TNA, Impact Wrestling, whatever you want to call it. Um, it uh, mixed emotions about this, Andy. I never want to fully admit to myself that Kurt Angle is finished with pro wrestling, but I got a lot of time for that bloke and... I like the fact that he can take that step back and go, am I just going to be, you know, dining out in old glories and be, not yeah. being able to live up to, you know, what a legacy I've got? And if that's the case, maybe I shouldn't come back. Fair play. Yeah. I'm really glad of this, actually. Like, I... I, I... <sighs> I know, like, it was good for him to come back into WWE and have the final run and everything else, but I honestly found it quite, like, and this is going to sound condescending, but it is what it is. I found it quite sad 
honest mm. to God. Like, you, you could tell in his posture and the way he was moving around that, you know, the guy's in a lot of pain. And if you've heard some of his accounts of what he has to go through every day, the pain and issues he has to deal with uh, on a daily basis, that kind of backs that up. So, yeah, I, I, I just want Kurt to rest and, and, you know, heal up as best he can and everything else. So, yeah, fair play to him fully for taking this decision because a lot of people would have taken that money yeah. and done further harm. So respect it. Exactly. Uh, and many wrestlers often chase that, you know, one final match to really sign off on. And I was, you know, not thrilled by the prospect of him versus Baron Corbin being yeah. his final match. But if that's what it is, and he's, like you say, he's, that's what he's decided, I think we should just all learn to respect that decision more and more with, with older yeah. wrestlers. Because forcing them back out time and time and time again, you just, what's it called? Chasing the dragon? I suppose in your final one. wrestling match. So yeah, good for you, Kurt. Uh, right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture? WWE, of course. Uh, first question there comes from Mysterian Junior, who says, morning icons, with CM Punk's inevitable debut in AEW. Still can't believe that that's a thing. Uh, how <laughs> many people do you think tune in to that first show? I'm going out on a limb and saying 2.5 million. Hashtag <laughs> think big, Andy. 2.5 I like Ooh. your ambition I really do like your ambition I'm not going to go quite so high it is CM Punk but it is also potentially Rampage it's 10pm in the evening it's Friday night Dynamite didn't do too well in that 10pm Friday night slot before however they will not have the NBA as competition this time around I'm going to be a bit more conservative I'm going to say 1.5 million for that show taking into account the boost you will get for the punk hype but also the concerns you might get for the time slot I do think that ticket wise the show will sell out however and I do think that long term CM Punk and Daniel Bryan if he signs on as well will be huge ratings boost AEW they weren't necessarily huge ratings boost boosts in WWE, but if you think about the type of fan AEW has, Punk is going to be the icon of pro wrestling for a lot of these people. Uh, there is a different audience, they appeal to them in different ways, I think there'll be huge boosts. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm excited, I'm hopeful for big things, I always want wrestling to be seen by a wider audience, and certainly the very casual wrestling fans that I've spoken to have gone, oh yeah, maybe I'll check out this AEW if they haven't done so already with the news of Daniel Bryan and more likely CM Punk appearing very soon. 2.5 is a stretch. I think you're more in the That's right ballpark there, Andy. <laughs> but I hope it does a bloody 6.9. A, because that'd be nice. <laughs> and B, because, yeah, wrestling. Everyone should yeah. bloody watch it. It's great. Uh, right, second question today uh, comes from Fla- Frankly Salinas, who says, uh, is it safe to assume that Jericho will use the frog splash in homage to Eddie Guerrero against Uvi as a way to acknowledge that Eddie was top tier. No Eddie Guerrero Hell slander yeah. allowed here. Yeah, don't talk all that bollocks about him being a B-plus player. What a load of nonsense that was last week. But I like the idea, yeah. Andy. Yeah, I like it a lot. They were all part of the same cruiserweight division and everything else. It would be a nice tribute. Uh, This five labor stuff is just great pantomime, isn't it? It's just fun. Like, obviously, a lot of people wouldn't have cared for the death match and everything else. But the idea that you've got Juvie Guerrera coming in, (laughs) it's it's great banner. I'm here for it. And yeah, I mean, that B-plus player comment uh, is thankfully buried in last week because it belongs in, I don't know, like 1932. It's complete garbage. Yeah, how about we stop trying to do these shocking hot takes on Twitter, eh? Um, and yeah, I love that as an idea. And 
yeah, nervous excitement as always with how on earth this next labour of Jericho is going to play out. Uh, final question of the day comes from Matt Ryan, a.k.a. Aussie Dead, who says, Legend. wrestlers have appeared on various game shows like Family Feud and Deal or No Deal, but which wrestlers would you like to see appear on any game show? Uh, oh, man, one for the UK viewers here. I want to see Baron Corbin, Happy Corbin, on Pat Sharp's Funhouse, because that guy, <laughs> the way things are going, could use a dose of fun in the house. Yes. <laughs> I really do quite like this new Baron Corbin character. I'm kind of it's, I like it too. Space. Smackdown preview podcast that he has completely grown on me from me going, It's great. What? He's just sad and broke to now being like, Ah, oh, you got hit in the groin. That was pretty funny yeah, last week. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I'd obviously love to see wrestlers that I don't really like take on the total wipeout course or whatever it's called. But I think the fairly obvious one for me, combining two of my favourite things, would be to get. I mean, take, pick any wrestler to go up against Vince McMahon on Get Your Own Back. More Dave Benson <laughs> Phillips in our wrestling, please. Again, another obscure British TV reference there. I'll tell you what as well. It's not a game show, but I can think of a few I'd like to see on Crime Watch as well. <laughs> right, let's swiftly move on to today's. And finally, uh, just a lovely post I saw this morning on Squared Circle that warmed the cockles of my heart. Uh, it was from... A studio goat, a studillo goat, the user on Reddit. Apologies for butchering your name there. Just shared a lovely photo of Tony Schiavone with the uh, AEW crowd, presumably from Dynamite this week. Uh, it just says, if you'd have told Tony Schiavone 15 years ago this would be his life in 2021, he wouldn't have believed you. Uh, maybe the best feel-good story in wrestling. There's a Tony Schiavone, I'm a Tony Schiavone guy and a Tony Schiavone fan club sign there. Just... Oh, it's just so lovely nice. to see Andy. And not a nice thing for Friday. Wholesome. Wholesome Friday here at the Content Palace. Uh, you love to see it. And look, if you don't like Tony Schiavone, me and you are never going to be friends. That's how yeah, it works. Q- QT Marshall better apologise properly in this better be a bloody <laughs> trap as much as I do want to see Serena D turn heel. and Well, not turn heel, but feud with Britt Baker or whatever they decide to do with that. But yeah. Much love from Tony Schiavone, from all of us here at What Culture Wrestling. Absolute legend. Let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Got the Smackdown preview coming later on today and Wrestle Culture with a hashtag bloody good quiz. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch there. Follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... You can follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for happy birthday Marco Stunt. There we oh. go. Happy birthday to him. Was he now? 10? <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that guy. Happy birthday, Marco Stunt. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.